Hi, everyone. I'm Chase Raz, and with me today is Chris Ayers. We are talking about some of the coolest things for the holidays, uh, the gadgets, the electronics, the technology. Um, not to make this too much of a, a soft show either. Of course, we'll be looking at a consumer or the consumer side of things, but I'll also throw a few business tips in there. Let's be honest. It's towards the end of the year. And uh, Chris, what's the thing we really want to do at the end of the year? We want to we want to do what? Uh, probably spend money. We want to spend new toys. money. We, <laughs> we want to get new toys. Honestly, Black Friday was the day I picked up a lot of games that I'd been wanting to get, but didn't feel like spending sixty bucks for that were available for twenty bucks or thirty bucks. That's how I finished it, my computer build. Yeah, just kind of rounding out my collection or um, picking up a couple of parts I needed. But Christmas is coming, and I like. Uh, Sharing the gift of tech with my family. And that's a good thing. So, I mean, the same thing on the business side. Um, sometimes we don't necessarily like sharing too much. We don't want to buy too much. Uh, our, we don't want to have our companies buy too much for the employees. But at the same time, we know that all through the year, we have all these requests coming in saying, can we have this equipment? Can we have that equipment? Well, what better time than at the end of the year? You know New Year's is coming around. That means, or the new year is coming around, and that means that tax time is just a few months afterwards. And if we can spend some of that money, put it money that we know we're going to spend down the road anyway, we'll spend it now, get it in before this year ends, this fiscal year ends, and then uh, let's be able to uh, let's be able to say, uh, okay, our profit margin was a little bit lower. Win, win, win. Our employees get the tech they need, we get a better price, and we, uh, fingers crossed, can maybe pay a little bit less in taxes. Yeah. But I want to, you know, I, I don't know about you. I'd like to stick maybe on the consumer side first. What do you think? That works. I, I, I definitely have some thoughts on that. Uh, things I've done in the past and, and things I, I'm i planning on doing, you know, this year and possibly next year. Oh, that's very cool. So let's, uh, if you're okay with it, let's go ahead and start with that. Okay. Um, well, it depends upon your budget. So, you know, starting on the low end, uh, you know, like, 10 to $25 range, I would say. Um, Minecraft is still a great gift for kids. Like some of the kids when they're playing games on computers and they want to, uh, Minecraft is a good teaching tool. In fact, Microsoft, you know, a couple weeks ago released uh, the Hour of Code where they were using Minecraft to teach kids how to program. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of like the modern day Lego. It is, and you know, one thing that I would ask of you, and I'll give a little bit of an answer here. If if some, if you know a kid, or or maybe even an adult, I play Minecraft from time to time. I think you do as well. I have a well. Minecraft server. I have multiple worlds. If you know somebody and they're really immersed in Minecraft, and and you're trying to get them a gift, maybe um, uh, for any of the holidays, uh, there are so many associated products, and there are so many things that go along with it. Um, that that it's not really just the product itself, right? So well, for kids, there are toys. For adults, there are things that go along with the product, like skins and different packs and stuff like that. Well, if no one, if they don't have the game yet, you can buy the game. PC, Mac, Windows, um, Xbox, PlayStation. You know that they you can get it for them for whatever platform they they play on. If they want, if they already have the game and like toys, they have little minifigs. They have uh, plushies, you know, so if they can get them a stuffed animal with the characters on them. They have the, the swords and the pickaxes. So th there's a lot of stuff that goes around it that, that ranges in price from, you know, $15 up to like $25, $30. Bucks. Mm -hmm. So 
that might be good for like stocking stuffer type of things. Um, but it's definitely something you can still capture kids' imaginations. Are, are you familiar at a, at a higher price point? I think it's about $70, $80. Are you familiar with the Minecraft game band? Oh, um, I think I've heard about this. Like you get points for walking. You know, I that's oh why no I'm, no no. It's a USB drive. Yeah, it's pretty much a USB drive. Around your wrist, and you can just take it off and plug it into any computer and start playing Minecraft. Yeah, the way, and I'm not sure I'm I'm perfectly uh, correct on this, but from what I understand is it's it's a wearable device, but it's really just a USB drive that loops back on itself and makes a bracelet. Comes in small and large. My my understanding is you store your Minecraft world in there, and then any computer with Minecraft, you can then uh, load that game, right? You can take that game with you. And this is really good for kids. If you have um, a, a kid and that kid has a friend and they're both playing Minecraft, but one's staying over the night at the other person's house or going there after school or whatever, um, they can have their own world and load it into the other person's Minecraft. It doesn't come with the software on the USB drive, but I think it also backs the world up to the cloud. Um, again, that's yes, where I... That's, that's what it says. Okay. Because I wasn't um, clear on that. Yeah, and I don't know if it comes with Minecraft, but it definitely says that it it comes preloaded with some maps and, and loads up to cloud, and it it's about eighty bucks, but some places are selling it for fifty. Yeah, and 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 I know it doesn't come with the game. A lot of people, uh, this is why I've even heard okay. of the device. People buy it and they ask, well, uh, you know, is something wrong with it? It doesn't have um, the game, and and no, you do have to purchase a game separately. That's still. silly. Well, this is a let's take it for what it is. If you want a fashionable watch, because it does read out the time, and it has a nice little um, you know redstone um, connector to it. And you're carrying that game. I, I really do see this as something really great for kids or maybe for adults who have building parties. Okay, okay, sure. I another thing in that like twenty-five to fifty-dollar price range. Uh, well, and a hundred dollar, and two hundred dollar, and five hundred dollars. Uh oh. Quadcopters. Oh, quad! I love that. So they have, you know, for twenty-five to fifty bucks, they have little ones that will fit in like the palm of your hand. And usually they won't have a camera on them. They might have some sort of small camera, but they're pretty much for indoor use. Yeah, and, and, the, and these aren't full drones, right? These are going to be RC remote control. These are control. RC little things. Um, a lot of them have little guards so that if you fly them into the wall, it won't hurt things. And you'll only get maybe five, ten minutes of airtime, and then you have to kind of plug it in and charge yeah. it for 30 minutes. But um, the low end, they're, they're actually a lot of fun. I have... Like an RC helicopter. Um, I don't have a quadcopter. I have one of the, the helicopters that have six degrees of motion. So there's there's multiple levels. Like the simplest ones, you just apply power and it'll go up and down and it'll start like moving mm -hmm. forward. Yeah. And, and you know, I have a little and, one like that. And I, I think you can get those for about 10, 20 bucks on sale these days. Right. And when you steer left or right, it just kind of engages this little tail rotor and it, it they're maybe it, the size of uh, they're, they're, a small drinking glass they're terribly hard to control really the, yeah, the, the really are. cheap ones mm -hmm. and you, you want to look for the ones that have like up down and can go left and right and backwards like mm -hmm. if, if it says you can go backwards then it has full flight control absolutely it's got some gyroscope on there and it has software right. to balance itself and those are awesome and you can find some ones on online on like amazon or target usually for the $35, $45 price range. Um, and then 
there's quadcopters. You know, those have definitely become popular this year. Um, in previous years, the Parrot drones were really, really cool. Um, Parrot still has some really cool stuff. There's some other ones, too, that have, like, 720p cameras and little cameras built in. So Absolutely. you can kind of fly around and... You can get a yeah. good sale and get a quadcopter with a low-end camera for about probably 50 to $60, yep. let's say Amazon or somewhere. If you go any under that, you're most likely not going to have a camera on there. Um, but, you know, at $50, how good is a camera going to be uh, anyway? But, again, like you said, this price, um, you know, if you're buying for someone and, and buying a quadcopter especially, I think, is what most of us would look at. You're probably looking uh, anywhere from $50 to, let's say, 200 but then you know you can go up into the thousands the more professional quality you get. Yeah. Um and around the same price range that that's like thirty five to fifty dollars. And it depends upon how enterprising your 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 kid or, or the person you're buying it for is. But I I actually love this. Uh a Raspberry Pi. So a Raspberry nice. Pi is I did a not single think about that. Small board, like standalone computer, system on a chip, mm-hmm. and you, the the board itself is thirty five bucks uh, for the latest model, and they usually have kits that are between fifty and seventy bucks that come with like the memory card to uh, install the software on it, uh, power cable, maybe a, a small keyboard, and you can plug it into your TV. Or, you know, if you... Right, you so you don't need fancy. to go buy a monitor. You just plug it into, I think some of a them... TV. Are, are they HDMI or, or USB? HDMI. Okay, nice. It's got a full HDMI port on it. Um, if you get frisky, you can buy, as an add-on, a little touchscreen monitor that plugs onto the board. I've um, seen those, yeah. I don't know what they run, but um They run wise. from 40 to 80 bucks just for the monitor, but right, it's like a touchscreen monitor, so you can almost design your own tablet. Yeah, they're pretty small. They're kind of like a, a cell phone type screen, right? Right. Yeah. And, and some of the kits come with like um, breakout boards um, where, where you take wires and, 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 you know, do plug boards and kind of can wire up circuits, you know, plug in some resistors and plug in like a light switch and hit a button and make the light go off or make a buzzer. But yeah, you know, if if you really don't know, uh, um, you know what the person's going to use it for, or this if, is definitely a more tech savvy gift. Yeah, and, and especially if you're purchasing for, let's say, maybe a teenager who's who's budding with curiosity and technology and electronics, I, I really would recommend maybe spending a little bit more, going up from the fifty. And I know that's nobody wants to hear that, but uh, if you spend, let's say, seventy to a hundred dollars, I mean, we're talking about get a ten, one of the bundles. Get a bundle. Get a bundle. That way, you know, one of the worst things you could do is peak – well, not one of the – holiday gift giving, right? Worst things you could do to your own wallet is to put $50 out on this thing and buy it for someone. And then they're never able to use it because it's just not enough, right? The board itself, if you buy one of these kits just paying $10, $20 more – you start getting different uh, USB and Bluetooth plugins. You get a HDMI cables, uh, power supply. Sometimes these external boards, like you're talking about. Sometimes even little motor servos, so that you can do physical yeah. things in the real world. And that, I think that that ten, that twenty, maybe okay, up to fifty dollars more, even double the price if you want. But by doing that, you really set the um, person you're purchasing this up uh, for success in the field. Yeah, um, and it does come with like. So it runs some Linux, 
um, mm -hmm. distributions that are pre-made for it, and it comes with Scratch, which is a programming language developed by MIT. Do the to do the board kids how to program with like drag and drop, like they drag the thing over, and they can make games with it. Um, they also have a version of Minecraft that runs on it. Um, and if you switch from consumer for a minute, um, there are businesses that are exploring this, you know, Raspberry Pi and the circuit boards and stuff for IoT applications, the well, Internet of Things. Yeah, and not only that, but to replace barebone systems. If you're a business and you have barebone systems, especially for retail point of sale, and you're not looking at these types of IoT devices, I mean, what's a barebone system cost for retail? About $200 average, I would guess? Yep. And these are... If you custom spec these, maybe had them built in house or had a third party build them for you, you could probably get a full system for under fifty dollars. Yep. Uh, one so, question I want to ask really quickly: Do you know if the base boards of Raspberry Pi um, come with operating systems? Okay, so um, I I own a Raspberry Pi one and a Raspberry Pi two. Uh, you get the board, so you usually have to provide your own micro SD card, mm -hmm. which. You can get a 64 gig or 128 gig for like fifty dollars. Yeah, back at Black Friday, I bought a uh, 128 for fifty bucks. Right, you can buy an eight gig or a 16 gig for like ten dollars. Um, the software is free to download, and they provide instructions on how to install it on Windows and Linux and Mac. And so, someone, um, if you're buying it for a teenager and the, the kids, teenager, when you buy kits that come with an SD card, they'll usually pre-install the software. Okay, good. That that's what I'm looking for because you know sometimes um, people may be buying for someone who's more technically astute than they are. I know I've done that in the past, and you kind of wonder, well, I'm not sure what to get because that person, you know, they want this because they know more about it than I do, and I think that helps, and I think that reinforces what we were talking about. Go back to the kits. Um, you can find you can even find kits for this stuff. I, b I believe Radio Shack even carries it. Surprising, they're still around, but. Amazon, uh, raspberrypi.org, I believe, well, is Raspberry Pi's Adafruit. site. Yeah, raspberrypi.org is the company that makes them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they do offer special cases and and screens. Adafruit is a company here that sells you know bundles, and their bundles are available on Amazon and all that. Um, Didn't I hear correctly it, a while back that Adafruit is woman-owned? I believe that might be true. Uh, I, I've think seen so. a bunch of their videos, and... and they usually have women technicians and engineers prominently featured. So, so it, it very well could be women-owned. Yeah, and, and Adafruit is, is what's making me think about this. Please, please, please don't think that, you know, this that this type of um, development kit or this type of uh, hands-on experience, that should not be gender-based, right? One of the most prominent companies dealing with these IoT systems right now is Adafruit, and it's a it's, uh, woman-owned company. Well, I just think this is a cool device. Like, you can... Plug it in and start learning about Linux and Unix. You can, uh, you know, you have your kids sit down and start learning the basics of programming. Uh, they can make their own games. You know, you can use it just to browse the web. Um, there's so much you can do with this. Uh, you know, I, I know that the maker movement is definitely on the rise. And, you know, they, they teach people soldering and, and basic circuits. I, I have a breakout board that hooks into my Raspberry Pi. And I can sit there and I've written code that controls the buttons and, and the lights and things. And uh, yeah. I think it's really interesting. And, and don't and, worry. Listen, if anyone's out there yeah. hearing this, don't worry. The soldering thing, that comes in if you're doing additional boards, right? The, the Raspberry Pi itself 
You don't have to assemble that, right? This isn't like, yeah. you know, the 1970s in computing. Uh, I do have a question for you that I'm not aware of. So this isn't a loaded question. I, I'm really curious, and I think a lot of people will be. It's always a loaded question with you. <laughs> this one, I promise, is not. What would make someone look at Arduino rather than Raspberry Pi? Um, Arduinos um, are... Are they competition to each other, or do they do something slightly different? Arduino is... They do things slightly different. I think Raspberry Pi was designed more with the learning and teaching environment in mind. Okay. But it does have the the pinouts and stuff available to be a full microcontroller where you can build projects and control servos and, and lights and sounds and all that. When you see a lot of people with cosplay or with cool costumes that have like – or maybe builds at home where they have like some robots where things are moving. And, right. A lot of times they use Arduinos, and Arduinos have a ton of shields and, and boards that plug into it. So they have boards yeah, – Raspberry Pi does too, but there's just hundreds so, for Arduino for to, like GPS. Yeah. So to be a little overly simple, we may say that Raspberry Pi is maybe more for development, for the computing side of things. Arduino may be a or little bit – for the learning. Side. Learning, and, and Arduino may be a little bit more uh, PLC, motor control, robotics – yeah, maker. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of along the same technology thing that I've I've gotten for my own niece and I think is really cool, but unfortunately it's a little bit more expensive, about $150 to $200, is something called Little Bits. I've never heard of Little Bits. What are Little Bits? They are chunks of circuits and uh, reusable components that are magnetized. So um, you'll start with like a battery that's plugged into, you know, a little power thing and you take a module that has a button and you, it sticks to the magnet or it sticks with magnets to the power brick. So now when you press the button, power will flow through it. Uh Like, okay, that's kind of cool. So you take another module that has like a dial and you connect it to the power and the dial will maybe control how you know, uh, how fast the frequency it lets the power through. And then you take a light little module and you connect it to that and the light starts blinking and you adjust the dial and it blinks slower or faster. So this is kind of like electronics prototyping and learning, but it removes yes. all the soldering and the, um, yes, cause it's all magnetized and they have a kit that's called a synth kit, which you can use to make music. And I love that because, you know, I teach, uh, and it's music awesome. students it, at the collegiate level and that is great for young people who, who need to see the connection between um, media and electronics. Yep. So, you know, I've this... seen a few kits in stores, by the way. If you don't want to go quite this um, 150 to $200 for little bits, which, by the way, thank you for sharing that. Never heard of them it... before. There are a few kits. If you go to Walmart, Target, things like that, you'll see small electronics kits that are magnetized now, so you don't have to do the soldering. Um, but this uh, little bits looks like it is leaps and bounds ahead of that, but oh, then again, dozens and dozens of modules that you can buy. Yeah. But my, some of my greatest memories as a kid were. But, the, but the price may be a concern here. I don't. Right. I don't know if you nece- definitely is, to start. But, you don't necessarily need to start here. I don't think. No, but my some of my best memories as a kid were driving through the country and we stopped and bought an electronics kit, mm-hmm. and I, I still own it. Like, <laughs> well, that's good. I, I it's love, that important. Yeah, it was a very important part of my life, and I love it. 
You know, and, and that's, from the time I have two nephews uh, on on my uh, bloodline, I have three nephews and, and a niece total, and the blood relations. I have two nephews, and I, ever since they were uh, before the first one was born, uh, I was just like, I can't wait till till the um, this kid gets older. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him an electronics kit. I know that that's what you know Uncle Chase is gonna do. And, uh, you know, I worry now they're both of uh, my nephews uh, that my sister has, uh, her kids, they're both at that age to where they could use it. But I really, I, I don't do it. I, I'm, I'm kind of going back on my word. I feel like they wouldn't use it. Um, but then again, you never know. So I, I think I may just bite the bullet and, and um, get them something like this one day. And if they don't use it, fine. But at least there won't be any regret of me saying, you know, I never encouraged that because they are very... Um, uh, they're very in line to where this could appeal to them. Yeah, I, I'm always buying my my niece and my son things like this. So, you know, I, I still buy them books. Yeah. That, like the books I had when I was a kid that I loved getting from the library, and I had I wanted to buy myself, and I own myself now. Like there was a book I read as a kid. I don't know if you remember this book, The Way Things Work. The way things work. I'm not familiar with this book. I'm 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 looking at it online now, but I'm not this familiar. This guy with it. drew explanations for everything. And David, at the time it was like David McCauley, CDs, correct? Yeah, David McCauley. How like CD players work and how water faucets work, or how toilets work, how computers work. But he he drew out like the diagrams of it and, and cutaway views, but everything was kind of based on mammoths. Like it looked like cavemen <laughs> operating these things and there were mammoths, woolly mammoths on like every page. It was humorous and it was hilarious and it was very insightful because it taught you how things worked. And he wrote another one called The Way We Work, which kind of tells you about the human body. And there was one called Built to Last, which kind of talks about architecture. But they're like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And these are amazing books that just inspire imagination. Yeah, so thanks for sending me. You just sent me behind the scenes here a link for one of them, the new way things work. Um, David McCauley again. Oh, we'll put this in. Um, I'll put it in the link on the um, episode page uh, online at multinewmedia.com. But um, it, the one you sent me, it's available online at Walmart. I would imagine it's available, of course, at Amazon. Uh, really, um, really neat, and and it's great to hear that this type of stuff is still around, that people are still interested in knowing what's behind the device. How does the device work? And so many folks, I think, thought that that would um, kind of die out with modern electronics. But no, you know, whether you're an adult or a child, people are still curious about what goes into making something tick, so to speak. And uh, that's wonderful to see. And this book, uh, the one we're just talking about, only 20 bucks, right? Uh, yeah. on- online, it says list price is thirty five. So I imagine if you are at a physical bookstore, you may be paying that thirty five. But um, go to that bookstore online. Yeah, 20, no, I, 20, 30 bucks. I, I love this book. Like I, I, this is one of my favorite books of all time. <laughs> that is a that that's a winner right there because you, you know not everybody um not everybody likes to read. But the thing is, like you mentioned, especially if you are targeting a, a younger person. Um, this type of illustration, who, who, right, we can say we don't like to read and we don't like to learn and all this. That, I, I think that's a lie for any human being alive. Uh, we are learning and playing creatures. So if you can do both, if you can look at fun animation, or not animations, fun drawings and learn something and, and see how something works, that's 
that's just part of the human experience. And I think everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Ideas, but I've been kind of hogging it. Do you, do you have some thoughts? Well, you know, I wanted to address some of the, <laughs> I, I want to address some of the things that people kind of struggle with. Maybe there's someone in your family and they want a new computer or they, oh, or they want to, yeah. or, you know, they want a cell phone and these are big ticket items. And one of the yeah. difficulties is it, for those of us in tech, like, like you and me, uh, and those of us in business, uh, arguably I'm, I'm more in business, you're more in tech, uh, media, marketing, education, all these places that, that this show serves, we, I think, tend to have this philosophy of, you know, I know what it is I want. I know what I'm doing it for. I'll just buy it. Yeah. Right? We, <laughs> we, we, don't, an issue. we don't necessarily put these things on our list, but then every once in a while, somebody in the family or maybe you yourself find yourself in this situation where it's like, you know, I really want one and I'd like it as a gift. So I want to just take a brief moment and, and kind of talk about how to go about, not which specific ones, but how to go about finding out which computer or phone or whatever people uh, or that you should buy for someone. Uh, that's a really tough, tough thing to do. Well, look at what they have. If they have all Macs, they might not want a Windows machine. <laughs> right. If, if they, they have, have all, all Windows Mac. machines, they might not want a Mac. And, and, you know, maybe that's not true, but hopefully, hopefully if that's the case, they would have told you. And I think that's a really good start. What is it they have now? What is it they're looking at? What are they talking about? Um, maybe someone just says, you know, I, I'd love a new computer. I know it's maybe too expensive, but whatever. That kind of opens up this whole host of things. If they're using a MacBook and they have an old MacBook that needs to be replaced, what about getting some peripherals and accessories for that device that will work even if they upgrade their device later down the road? You right, know, Bluetooth mice or an upgraded keyboard or something like that. Right, sometimes... Have have you ever been in a situation, Chris, where someone gets you something and you realize how much of a cost it became to not only them to buy you the thing, but for you afterwards to get all of the pieces that go with it? Sometimes, you know, when I was younger, I thought it may have been easier for me to ask for all the accessories and then just save up and go buy the big thing later. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's definitely um, that's definitely one way. Um like with my family, they they don't understand technology very well. Uh, my parents, so I usually make like a wish list, yeah, and, and put things on it. And that takes and a little bit of the fun out of it, but right? it does. Yeah. In fact, my my mother one time was like, only twenty five dollars. I'm like, but it's on my wish list. I want it. <laughs> what what what? I'm sorry, you cut out one more time. What 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 was it? She said. She she was complaining that some of the things were only like twenty dollars and it wasn't oh. very expensive and I was like, but it's on my list. Yeah, and that's a situation to give you a range of things. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't don't. I, that's one thing here. I I think a lot of people do. Um, they look for bargains, they look for deals, but at the end of the day, you know, one of the things I think we should talk about with technology uh, is it's the exact opposite of business. In business, when you're buying at the end of the year, one of the goals is how much can we spend right now? Uh, again, we want to lower, um, we want to lower our uh, our profits, uh, and that way we, we're not paying as much tax. But at the same time, we know we need to buy the equipment anyway. So, so the idea is, need new monitors, right? So how can we get that as cheap ones. as possible? Now, when you're giving a gift to an individual, though, it, it's not necessarily about how much you spent. And I know so many people, right, 
who celebrate Christmas, and they say, well, we have to spend the same amount on all of our children equally down to the dollar. Like, why? Wow. You know what I mean? Maybe one one kid is really into Legos, and those are moderately priced, maybe a little high depending on your income. But then another kid is into electronics, and you're looking at, you know, Arduino boards and, and computing equipment. I don't necessarily know, unless there's a big difference or unless it creates tension between the children themselves. I don't know if a if a child especially is going to say, wait a second, you know, you spent $100 on me and $140 on, on Timmy. Have you never watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> she got a car, he got a keyboard. That is, um, that's the extreme we need to avoid, right? <laughs> but... Does- <laughs> Maybe it wasn't for Christmas, but... Unless you have a very financially astute child or family, right? Think about this for a moment. And this is how bad... This is really the core of what I'm getting to. Let's say you have two people that you're purchasing for. And let's assume United States middle-class income and you're saying, okay, I'm willing to spend $150 on each of these people. doesn't matter if they're kids, doesn't matter if they're parents, siblings, whatever. You're going to spend $150 on each of these two people. If you buy one of them... $150 $150 item and you're done, right? And you, you go and you start buying and the next per, the, the other person, you're buying a few things that add up to the $150. Yep. Well, what no, if it a, definitely causes that perception of, of value. But what if a couple of those are on sale? If you get those on sale and you only end up spending $110, do you really need to go spend 40 more dollars? Well, the, the other thing you were bringing up is one person gets five gifts that are $20 each. The other person gets one gift that's $100 each. Right. And then, yes, are, are they actually going to get that hundred dollars of value out of it? Does it matter? Well, yeah. Well, that's that's the question, and especially what happens if you get that hundred dollar thing on sale for eighty dollars? Yeah. You know, do you go well, buy them something else? Actually, you know, in that case, I probably if I'm buying somebody one thing. This is a more philosophical thing, talk instead of uh, here's some ideas talk. Well, let me give let me switch focus in and give some ideas to business. Okay. <laughs> Because I laugh when I think about this. This it's so easy, right? If you oh, listen, I'm not saying do this go to go in the rabbit hole, right? Don't don't do Come this back. to go cheat the IRS or anything. But you know what your employees are asking for: new monitors, keyboards, chairs. Exactly, go buy it. Monitors, keyboards, iPads. chairs, printers. Printers. Speaking printers. of the printers, you already have. You say, well, we already have printers. Are they stocked Wi-Fi up on enabled printers that can scan to their desktop? But not only that, are they stocked up on toner? Or ink or ink cartridges, yeah. right? Webcams. Do you have webcams? Do you have IP security systems? Do you have um, uh, do you have uh, docks to go with all of the laptops, tablets, and phones oh, that are used a, in a your nice office? Dock is it's such a treat. You know, you don't have to spend all that time hooking things up. Multiple monitors. Multiple monitors are should be absolutely required if you work on a computer. I I feel yeah. it's almost. Um, <laughs> It's almost mean to your employees if you have a significant portion of someone's work on a computer and they're using only one monitor. Ugh. That would, oh, I, yeah, I shiver. I, I can barely work with two anymore because I have three at home and three at work now. But, but what about this? SD cards, portable hard drives, power supplies, batteries, um, solar chargers for, for phones that you can deploy out in the field if you have field workers, battery backups, well, right. yeah, those UPSs are great, uh, are, are yeah, really the, uh, a good thing in offices. The yeah. universal power supply battery backups, yeah, the, the, the UPS backups. Um, so on Mac, New phone systems. If they have one of the, uh, uh, the, 
the cloud backups, the, the time. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm forgetting this. Uh, time, time capsule? Vault. Time capsule, right? Time capsule. Thank you. I can't believe I, I forgot I, that. Listen, hey, for anybody <laughs> listening, you know everybody picks on me. I'm not necessarily the biggest Apple fan in the world. I'm having an Apple day. Even before the show, right, I was referring capsules. to Windows things in terms of OS X. So if they have Macs, they're automatically backing up to the time capsule, and you don't even have to think about it. External drives for the Windows users, because Windows 10 uh, and Windows 8 can take advantage of the second drive and start making backups of all the file changes to, to your system to this external drive, just automatically. Uh, that's, that's nice. So um, Windows 8 yeah. didn't do that? Yeah, Windows 8 can do that. Oh, okay. You can set up a secondary drive for file backups. Yeah. Or yeah. you could just go buy somebody a whole bunch of SSDs and have them set it up in a RAID configuration. Oh, my goodness. And wow. SSDs. You don't need RAID configuration. The primary OS on all the machines should be solid-state drives. That, no that, more booting it up and going to get coffee. You turn it on. We're having a little bit of a connection issue, but uh, I heard most of what you said there. No more... Uh, you should always have SSDs, but I'll tell you that's exactly what's happening here with multi new media. Um, right, yeah, we're replacing all of the um, old style drives with the new solid state, increasing the amount of memory. All of these things you really need to be thinking about, especially at the end of the year, if you're looking at, I don't know, shedding a little bit of that profit margin, making sure your employees are happy. Because the last thing, if your employees aren't happy, and you're not buying the equipment right now, when it's it's probably some of the most affordable to buy, especially in-office stuff that you buy through consumer channels, what's going to happen with your turnover? Do you really want to not only have to replace the equipment down the road anyway, but also pay to find new competent employees and train them? Just go ahead and spend the money. I'm not saying buy everything, right? If we gave our employees everything they wanted, we'd be broke but in a heartbeat. You need to be buying new laptops or desktops usually every two to three years. Two to like, three years, and most companies I see yeah. like to milk that five, six, seven years. and, and uh, Employees will hate that. Uh, I, I'll hate that on behalf of them. You know, I take a computer sometimes and that long, but I, re I refresh the internals from time to same time. Same thing with software. We don't need to be using Office like 2007. Absolutely. I mean, there's new versions for a reason. Not only is it uh, – well, part of it's Microsoft, but there are improvements. Speed improvements, you know, format improvements, uh, you know, so yeah, you keep, know, keep and, up the date in your software. And it's not it? like sales are going to end, you know, Black Friday was great, but sales continue all the way through the new year um, for different holidays, for the new year itself, especially on the business side. And uh, again, here at Multi New Media, we just had that experience. We were using some older software. We upgraded it. Um, a problem that has prevented us, you know, we, we've never done videos here at Multi New Media. One of the reasons was the editing software. Um, we use Corel Video Studio for that, and it just wasn't up to par. And um, upgrading from, from X7 to X8.5 fixed literally every single problem uh, that we had with video production. Cool. You, you've got to put that money out on software. Don't let your If your software is more than two or three years old, um, we're not talking about your mission critical legacy, you know, systems, but your day to day software. If that's more than two years old, you're, yeah, go ahead and buy new stuff. And I want to get back to the one one big thing I didn't mention earlier. Yeah, let's go back to the consumer side for a bit. Okay, people like video games. It, it, it's very popular these days. Kids love them. Adults love them. I, I'm a huge gamer. Um, I highly recommend Lego Dimensions. Really? Um, 
I love the Lego video games. My girlfriend loves them. Um, we played like Marvel uh, superheroes, you know, the Lego version. Uh, Lego, like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Um, Lego Dimensions is amazing. What is? Uh, I may not be clear on this. Is is Lego Dimensions like? Um, it's a physical thing. Is and it a like? Game. Is it like Skylanders or whatever it they're called and Disney Infinity and all of that? Yes. So. So it's, the the base game is like ninety nine bucks like retail, but I think there's been multiple sales that bring it down to like seventy or sixty. Um, there's a game that you put in your system, and there's a little physical platform that's made out of Legos that you and you know the kid or just you can build, and it's cool. Minifigs like Gandalf and Batman, and there's a story that you play through that's like 14 levels that takes you through like Wizard of Oz, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, um, Jurassic World, Back to the Future, Scooby-Doo, nice. <laughs> Simpsons. Like you're going all over the place. The, the, the kind of the gimmick with it is you have to own a minifig mm-hmm. for that world to be able to access the free roam in that world. Yeah, that's so, you know, so that's a lot like Disney Infinity is. Yeah. Right. So the starter box comes with Batman from the DC world, um, Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings world, and Wildstyle from the Lego movie. So you can play through the whole story and get a taste of each of the the levels. Mm-hmm. And then you can free roam in those three worlds. And then they sell like level packs that are like twenty five bucks. So Doctor Who Gives you a TARDIS and canine, and, and this, you build them, this, <laughs> and you have a doctor. No, so they have Doctor Who as well. And when every time you die, you come back as a different incarnation of the doctor, <laughs> and they have all of them, including the war doctor, and the theme song changes, and it's awesome. Well, they thought that out. Um, I'm looking back here. Back to the future, you have Marty McFly, and you can get in the DeLorean, and when you get into the open world – you can like take the DeLorean to little spots and go from 1885 to 1955 and 2015. Like you can go between the different hill valleys. It's awesome. And I just checked. Uh, it looks like uh, Lego Dimensions is available for uh, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Nintendo Wii U. And they yeah. range uh, $80 to $100 depending right. on where you get them. For the starter. For one, the starter. Like, like I said. But – it is so much fun. There's so many things. Um, they do have options so that you can like unlock some things without having to buy them. But mm-hmm. um, I would almost say, you know, over time, buy a guy from each level. Just be there's so much detail involved, and it's hilarious, and it's fun. And you can build things and collect them. So it's something you can do as a family. And that's that's something that's really important to be able to sit down and all kind of do the same thing or get up and get out and do the same thing. And uh, yeah, when I, you're I, playing it, you have to talk and communicate because you have to physically move things on the little board. There's three zones, and you have to solve puzzles by physically moving the characters between them, or moving them off the board or onto the board. So, you know, if there's multiple people playing, they're like, "Hey, can you move me to this? Hey, I, I need to be in blue. Okay, boom. So, you know, you're interacting with someone." Collaboration. So here, here's where we're at. If you are a business and it's the end of the year, go ahead and take a look at what you need. 
chances are if you get a product through the consumer channels, right, this is going to be for your local office, for your branch office, for your home office. If you get products through your consumer channel, the price is probably going to be the best you're going to see mostly all year depending on what the product is. Plus, it's going to help you lower your profit margin that you've earned through the year by uh, taking some of those revenues you've got and move those over to the expenses column and let you pay a little bit less tax, hopefully, fingers crossed. If you're a consumer and you're purchasing for the holidays coming up or just giving gifts for the hell of it at the end of the year, you don't have to necessarily go out and spend a lot of money. The whole purpose is not to be, you know, mindless consumers and, and put yourselves in debt. Live within your means, of course, but there are options from $10 all the way up to thousands of dollars that are available to get people nice gifts to let you know, or to let them know that you're thinking about them, you care about them, and of course for kids to keep them inspired, keep them working towards new things throughout the year. I'm kind keep of that sense of curiosity and wonder. Absolutely, and that's the most important thing. I think um, whether we celebrate a religious holiday, a secular holiday, there are so many holidays and events here at the end of the year. One of the things that many of them focus on is the innocence and the wonder and the just sort of magical nature of children and being a child and having that mindset. I, that's in several of the different holidays here at the end of the year. And if you uh, are already going to Take a little bit of financial investment to purchase something for uh, for a kid, maybe your own, maybe for a child in your family, maybe just for a child at the local school as a part of a as a toy drive. Why not use that opportunity to inspire that kid, to educate that kid, to to help that kid learn in ways that are entertaining and not boring? Um, I, I I kind of feel like I'm uh, moving. It definitely to- is on the parents and the family members to inspire. To keep that interest, I mean, if you show children that technology or understanding things is stupid and boring, what are they going to think? That it's stupid and boring. If you go ahead, how the world works in science, they will too. So let's do a quick run through. Let's do from $10 all the way up to $100 in $10 increments. Let's end with this. Uh, we'll call out $10, $20, $30, so on, and say what we think the best type of gift for that price range is going to be. Sound sure. good? All right. Yeah. So, so what would you say for about $10? Uh, some action figures, like some Star Wars, uh, like TIE Fighters or X-Wings or Minecraft action figures, something like that. I'm going to say, yeah. a book. A good book. For for, you know. for $10, um, I'm going to say for someone you may not know, I mean, especially if we're talking, uh, we don't know the age, I'd probably go with something that's definitely going to be maybe a little um, puzzle-style um, games, uh, maybe a discounted game, something that you, if you can find a sale, a video game that's discounted, some of those arcade classic retro type stuff. If I were yeah. doing a holiday party exchange at work and, and I had a $10 budget, I'd probably go look for something like that. What about $20? Um, the way stuff works book, or, um, they do have a lot of discounted video games. They're going for around 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Minecraft items I think are good. Um, of course I'm always a sucker for books. I want to say $20. I'm really in the book. I, I, um, I'm almost at any type of media, no matter the age, right? Some type of media, a book, uh, yeah. a video game, a movie, Something just to let somebody enter into uh, a different world. Let's skip a little bit here and move on to the $40, $50 range. What do you think in that price range? 
uh, depending upon the person, uh, a drone, or, you know, a quadcopter or like a remote RC helicopter, um, if they're really technical or want to be a Raspberry Pi, um, maybe if, you know, if they already have some gear, um, video games are always good. Um, I don't know. It, it, there's uh, so many options at that point. And at $50, I'm definitely with you. Quadcopter, video game. Um, maybe some accessories for technology devices. If I don't know the person, probably a couple of bottles of wine. I don't know if they're, or if they're a nice board game. Board yeah. games are board, always. You great. know what? That's really you know we didn't talk about any of those, but I think at the forty fifty dollar level, um, especially with the resurgence in, in in recent years, Tickets to Ride is a great family game that's under that to- King of Tokyo. Um, yeah, Quirkle. Like, there's a lot of great great board games out there yeah, take a they look got- at the board games i think 40 to 50 dollars is a really good let, let's keep jumping what about around the 75 dollar range um that again it depends like um oh you're gonna give me that from here on out aren't you it depends <laughs> well it, it's it's hard at, at that point what what about okay let me you let can me- buy like a nice gaming keyboard or mouse if someone's interested in that you can buy some great video games you can find discounts on like the base for lego dimensions Uh, you can buy collector's editions of video games you can buy some really huge box board games Um, you could buy probably like a set of dvds like all lord of the rings or like a bunch of marvel movies Um, you you could buy some relatively cheap I don't know, monitors maybe, but I think those go up to like 100, 150. Uh, memory, maybe they need a memory upgrade for their computer or a solid-state drive. You trying to send me a hint here? No, I have everything I need. That That's why I'm hard to shop for. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke about something else. I'm trying to save my jokes to the end, but I'm gonna, the, the, the only uh, real bit of sarcastic nature I'll put out right now is I'm going to say at the $100 level, at the $100 level, here's my recommendation. Are you ready for it? And this is the best recommendation of the whole show. Sure. You can get a lot of socks for $100. Okay, that was just a bad joke. It was a horrible joke. Yeah. Where, where, are you going to get like a pink bunny outfit? A pink bunny outfit. Let's see. Uh, a fleece jacket. Um, what what else? Are can the, you get the lamp? I lost you again. Can you get the what? The leg lamp. Oh, the, the leg lamp. Yeah. No, oh. for 100 bucks, you should, if if... if you need it, you should get a solid state. If they're a computer person and they don't have one, you should get them a solid state. Um, as long as they know what that is and will appreciate it, right? If not, don't be like, here, your hardware is inferior. Use this. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you can still get nice keyboard and mice, some, some lower-end monitors. Um, you know, if 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 you're going up to two or $300, yeah, there, there's definitely options, but $100, yeah, games. Um, controllers, you know, the $50 level, someone maybe needs a new controller if they play a lot and they wear out the buttons. You know, I'll I'll say this, um, to make up for my bad joke, and this is completely for that, I will say that the best gift in the world is probably only about $5, and it's when you're out, um, you know, when we're cognizant of these things this time of year, whether it's someone doing business shopping, holiday shopping, just trying to do grocery shopping, someone you see who's really stressed, who's really over the top, getting them a free coffee or a free tea yeah, or that's free nice. something. Yeah, I know. Just one of those things. That's that's probably going to be the one of the nicest well, gifts you can give, just helping someone out who's stressed, even if it doesn't cost anything. I, I think that the other thing you can do is act like a decent human being. You know, that, that as every year they're – 
there were stupid people on Black Friday. Yeah. And yeah. they were normal people like you and me. There's no need to... You mean people who don't want to trample other people and sit online and... Right. And, yeah. Look, sure. There's cheapskates out there. There's people that want to get the best deals and stuff. But forgetting that, you know, the holidays are a stressful time for a lot of people because of family, because of money, because of jobs, because of a lot of reasons. Too, too many to name them all. And, but, and, and, and I will add this one in because, of course, uh, here in the Northern Hemisphere... Um, because of the season, it's yeah. cooler, it's darker, and that uh that weighs on people. Yeah, just realize that there's other people out there. Realize that they're, you know, average people like you. Treat them with respect. You know, you don't have to cut everyone off and fight for the last thing. You know, open doors. You know, try if someone's having problems carrying their bags, help them out. Mm-hmm. Take a few minutes out of your day. And we should be doing this every day, not this around this time of year, all the whole year. And if you've ever thought about starting before, this is a perfect time to start because this is probably one of the only times a year, uh, at least here in the United States, that you can look at someone and ask, you need help with that? And they won't think you're trying to completely just steal stuff from them. And go back to what we said about 10 and $15 gifts, maybe buy an extra and donate it. There are lots of families out there that don't have anything and might not get anything for Christmas. And you or, know, we're on that. There are other holidays. We're so. on that same vein. And remember, if you are doing, uh, I, I think the food drives that are happening this time of year, that's an amazing thing to do. Um, if it's all adults in your family, and you just think, you know, why, why do we need to spend money on this? Maybe I'll go in together and, um, you know, provide, uh, provide a meal for, uh, for an yeah. entire uh, shelter, or, or give in any way you can. But yep. you know, one of the big things that gets me is I see people doing a lot of food drives, and they bring in. They bring in food that I'm thinking, you. that's not what you would eat if you were eating you know, canned foods right now. Like, why are yeah, you bringing your leftovers? I, when you go do a, a canned food drive or th- something like that, try to think about this. Buy what you would want to eat. Yeah, don't um, go find the three for a dollar, you know, canned okra that you might not want. Right. You know, find something that you would eat. Well, I think we've gone uh, off into <laughs> philanthropic uh, topics here, so good a good a place as any to conclude. Chris, as always, it's great, um, great to great to talk to you this time of year. It keeps me occupied when it's cooler and uh, and it's dark outside. Gives me something to do. So, uh, really great spending time with you. Makes me feel better about the holiday season. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.